One of the hallmarks of the Christian faith is a God that laid down his life for us. And while service is something that I think we often think about when it comes to loving God, today we're talking a little bit about what it means as he expresses his love for us through the love language of acts of service. Stay tuned. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? Or have you been in a season where it feels like He's completely silent? Have you been praying for a way to learn how to hear His voice more clearly? Hey friends, I'm Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus Podcast. If you are ready to grow in your faith and to confidently step into your identity in Christ, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. The Hearing Jesus podcast is so excited to partner with Compassion International. We believe in Compassion's mission to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. Sponsors, when they sponsor a child, have the opportunity to see firsthand the impact that you're making through letters and updates that you receive from your sponsored child. It's not just changing the lives of children, it's changing entire families, whole communities, always through the local church and always in Jesus' name. When you choose to sponsor a child, you ensure access to quality education, medical checkups, healthy food, clean water, and most importantly, the love of Jesus. Delivered through a church in their community because of a generous, caring sponsor like you. And you can speak life, love, and hope to your sponsored child through personal letters that you'll exchange. I hope you'll join me in sponsoring a child through Compassion today. All you have to do is pull out your phone and text Hearing Jesus to 83393. You'll get a text back with a picture of a child who is waiting for a sponsor and a link to sponsor that child. You can also go to Compassion.com forward slash Hearing Jesus to choose a boy or girl to sponsor. When you sponsor, we'll also send you a copy of She Hears Learning to listen to Jesus, my book, as a token of our thanks for investing in the life of a child. Thank you for joining me and sponsoring a child through Compassion today. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we're continuing our series about the love languages of God. And if you're just joining us, I would invite you to go back to the beginning of this week and listen to some of the other episodes about the love languages and how we all have this primary love language that we speak. Now we can speak the other ones from time to time, but we typically have one certain way that we both receive love and express love. And so today we're talking about the love language of acts of service. And if I am honest, this one is one that I think affects a lot of marriages. A lot of times what you'll hear is a wife that says, you know, if my husband would just help with the dishes or help with the laundry or help with the kids. And meanwhile, he may not be helping, but he's brought flowers home or he has written poetry or he has given her a big hug usually what's happening is the wife speaks acts of service and the husband speaks something like gifts or physical touch or quality time. And so this is one that tends to have a lot of tension within our human relationships. But if we think about this in terms of our relationship with God, what does that look like? 
Well, I think one of the best examples that we could think about when it comes to expressing your love for God through acts of service would be somebody like Mother Teresa. Now, she was human. She wasn't Jesus. She wasn't God. So we have to realize that this isn't a perfect example. And it's not that she was without flaws. But Mother Teresa lived a life of selfless service. And if you're not familiar, which most people are, but she was known as somebody who dedicated her life to not just the poor, but to loving the Lord through serving the poor. And so she didn't really have this grand design as far as how she was going to go about this. Instead, she lived her life with this posture of loving and serving the poor is because she sees Jesus in them. And so the way that she would love Jesus would be by loving and serving the poor. And so she eventually went to live among the poor and dedicated her entire life to living this lifestyle of selfless service. One of the things that she was quoted as saying was that every time we do this for the poorest of the poor, to the sick, to the dying, to the lepers, and to the ones who suffer from AIDS, we should not serve the poor like they were Jesus. We should serve the poor because they are Jesus. She took that scripture to heart when it talks about the least of these. And so this central motivating factor for Mother Teresa and her acts of service was to serve Jesus by serving the poor. And then she tied into that concept pretty greatly, this idea of sacrifice. She felt that love also meant sacrifice. And so she would reason, she was also quoted as saying, true love causes pain. Jesus, in order to give us the proof of his love, died on the cross. A mother, in order to give birth to her baby, has to suffer. If you really love one another, you will not be able to avoid making sacrifices. And while I think none of us very few of us, I guess I should say, are going to the, go to the extremes of Mother Teresa. I think that's a powerful example of what it means to express your love for God through acts of service. Because she emphasized this connection between loving God and loving people. Now, when it comes to how God loves us through acts of service, well, we did start to talk a little bit about that yesterday when we were talking about gifts. But Jesus himself laid down his life for us as this ultimate act of service, this ultimate act of love. And God expressed his love for us by sending Jesus. And so in this concept of the Trinity, God sent Jesus and then Jesus laid down his life for us. It is the ultimate expression of God's gift and love and sacrifice and act of service for us. And we see that to be consistent with God's nature and his character throughout the scriptures. I mean, if you think back to the way that God delivered Israel from the Egyptian slavery, and as they were wandering around in the desert, we see God provide for them over and over. We see that God parted the waters so they could walk through the Red Sea, and we see God providing manna and food and water in the wilderness. And then, of course, we see Jesus who acts of service was a primary way that he ministered to people. And that was things like preparing a place for, for us in heaven, or like healing people or providing for them. The very first miracle that Jesus did, he turned the water into wine. The very first miracle we see in scripture, it was an act of service. We see that as one of his primary love languages to us. 
There was one time that Philip was speaking to Jesus and Philip said, Lord, show us the father that will be enough for us. And how did Jesus respond? Well, he said, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you for such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? Don't you believe that I am in the father and that the father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. The fact that God is in Jesus and Jesus is in God, this incarnation, that's what that's called. The incarnation is an act of service to be able to come and reach us, reach humanity. And Jesus is using acts of service as evidence of who he is, explaining that to the disciples. When he talks about works, he's talking about acts of service. Jesus told his disciples, if I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. Jesus, as part of the evidence of who he is and God in him, did miracles, these acts of service. It was part of the proof of God's love for humanity. Basically, Jesus' entire life was one big act of service. The Gospels have so many examples of this, and we just went through the Matthew series. If you haven't listened, you can go back and listen to that, where we see all sorts of examples of Jesus washing the feet of his disciples, or Jesus cooking breakfast on the beach after his resurrection. Or when we look at these miracles that he performed, we see that they were expressions of God's love for God's people. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind. He calmed the storm. He cast out demons. These, of course, were supernatural things that, that identified him as God, but they were also expressions of his love. He even brought dead people back to life. And he says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. He loves through acts of service. There is an action behind his love. It's not just empty words, but there's an action behind it. And then when Jesus was talking about his death on the cross, he even talked about how that was an act of service. He said, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Because his love was the evidence of what he was doing. He came to die on the cross as evidence of his love. And then even as they are nailing him to a cross, he says, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. We see throughout the New Testament, Paul talk about this as well. And Paul knew that the death of Jesus was, of course, this expression of God's love. But he writes about this. He says, you see, at the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Paul is talking about the fact that Jesus did this ultimate act of service. He laid down his life for us before we even knew him or loved him. And friend, he did that before you were even born. Hey friends, this is Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus podcast, and I wanted to take a minute to share with you about our Patreon community. 
Are you loving the deep conversations, the biblical insight, and spiritual growth content that I share on the podcast? Well, I've got some fantastic news for you. By becoming a member of our Patreon family, you can take your Hearing Jesus experience to a whole new level. When you join Patreon, you gain access to ad-free episodes, daily journaling prompts and worksheets, monthly bonus content, personalized Q&A sessions with me, giveaways, and more. As a Patreon supporter, you're not just a listener, you're a valued member of my inner circle. But that's not all. Our Patreon community is a place where you can connect with like-minded people who share your passion for spiritual growth, engage in meaningful discussions, share your thoughts, and be part of something truly special. Plus, we've got some awesome perks lined up for our Patreon supporters, from shoutouts on the podcast to exclusive merchandise and much, much more. So if you're ready to dive deeper into the journey of hearing Jesus, head over to patreon.com forward slash hearing Jesus. Your support makes a real difference, allowing us to continue bringing you inspiring content week after week. Also, a portion of any income from Patreon goes to support children through our partnership with Compassion International. Again, head to patreon.com forward slash hearing Jesus. Thank you for being a vital part of the Hearing Jesus community. Together, let's learn to live out our faith in our everyday life. He did that for you before you were even born. The ultimate act of service, the ultimate act of love. He did knowing that eventually you would benefit from it. The way Jesus lived his life, the way that he served people. You can think about Jesus's life as one big act of service. And that was a reflection of not just his love for people, but God's love for people. And so if acts of service is your love language and you're thinking about what it means to both express your love for God and to receive your love from God, we read in the pages of scripture the acts of service that God did for us over and over and over. If someone like Mother Teresa spent time in your life, in your neighborhood, what do you think she would be doing or where would she be at? Or are there people that are overlooked that she would not overlook? I want to think about that. Even if acts of service is not your love language, we still act as believers in service to God. It's one of the ways that we can communicate God's love. And maybe we're not going to go and live amongst the poor in Calcutta like she did, but we can serve the poor in our own community as an act of service, as an act of love for other people. And think through what that means in your own life. Have you expressed your love for God by serving him lately? And if not, why? And I don't want you to use the cop out of, well, that's not my love language. Because just like God speaks all five love languages, we are called to speak all as well. Whether that is for the benefit of the other human relationships we have or for the benefit of our relationship with God. It's not just we stay within our lane. We are aware of all five languages and we recognize our primary way, but we also are called to speak all five love languages. All right, let's pray. God, I thank you again for the way that you reveal your heart for us throughout your word, for the ultimate act of service of laying down your life. God, we are so grateful. God, forgive us for not taking that seriously or for not recognizing that or for not being obedient to the things that you called us to do. God, help us to be obedient to the acts of service you've called us to, not just for those that 
believe that acts of service is their primary love language, but for all of us, God, show us the ways that we can serve you in our everyday lives. Lord, I thank you and I praise you in all things. Amen. Hey friend, every day when I finish the podcast, I feel so confident that this is one of the things that God created me for. And my journey is not unlike yours. I had a season in my life where I was doubting God's voice. I felt insecure about the things that I thought he might be telling me to do. If you were in that place, I want you to know that I offer spiritual direction and life coaching to help you get unstuck. Maybe you're struggling with something and need an objective biblical opinion. Maybe you need some help working through something that feels a little heavy. Maybe you feel called to write or start your own podcast, or maybe you just want to learn how to hear God's voice more clearly. For me, when God starts to reveal his plan for my life, I found my purpose. And part of that purpose is to help you learn how to grow in your relationship with him. My heart is to help guide you in this area so you can step confidently into the calling God has for you. If you would like to start spiritual direction or life coaching, I'm opening up space for a couple more clients. You can head to shehears.org forward slash coaching to learn more. That's shehears.org forward slash coaching. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you in your walk with God, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, bonus content, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you. Know that you are so loved. Keep going. Keep going.